Cool. Thanks, Zoom. Zoom is helpful. Yeah, the audio <laughs> prompts are, are helpful. Sometimes, yeah. Well, welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff. You've got three of us this evening, and Scouter Colin is unfortunately absent. Uh, I gather he's taken ill, he's recovering, so hope to get him back on in the next episode. But I'm pleased to welcome a couple of guests, one new and one returning. So returning to us is Scouter Mike. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, hey! How are you, my friend? Well, um, it's been cold. <laughs> It's been well. It's not so cold down here, but we got 50 centimeters of snow, which oh. for you is probably not a lot. But for Niagara, I mean, we freak out at five. So 50 centimeters is like I think they shattered a record at Pearson Airport, but they didn't oh. call in the army. Toronto didn't call in the oh. army this well, time. Well, there you go. But <laughs> I mean, I've been stranded at Pearson because of snow before, so I would take 50 centimeters. We don't quite have that here, but I would take that. Oh, it's so much fun. So much fun. I picked up Felix, my, my beaver scout, and I literally threw him into the front lawn <laughs> and his butt sank, didn't hit the ground, but he was completely immobilized and he was just laughing the entire time. It was awesome. fantastic. So we've been having a, a couple of really good fun snow days. Awesome. And also joining us is Scouter Sandra. Hi, how's it going tonight? It's going all right. Now that we've got the recording tech sorted out. Um, anyway. Trust me, you're talking to somebody who understands tech issues in the mm. middle of a presentation. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess we'll just give you the floor for a minute or so just to introduce yourself, because I think by now, anybody who's listened to a few Scouting Stuff episodes has a good idea who uh, Scouter Mike is, but uh, we've never had you on. So tell us uh, a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, my name is Sandra, and I am part of the program support team. So my positioning with the team is as a volunteer program support scouter. And one of the biggest things that we've been doing recently is getting out some of our challenge activities that we've been launching nationally. Right now is the Claim the Flame, but we'd also been working on the Around the World, and we'd done the Grade 8 Challenge. We've also done some, a lot of ScouterCon information, and we've got so many things that are up on the David Hustis Learning Center now that the program support team's been working on. Awesome. I have slowly been digesting some of that content, but uh, as my employer will also attest, uh, except that I'm not going to ask them, um, I'm really, really bad at keeping up on training content. So anyway... No problem. No problem. We totally understand. <laughs> you you did mention the thing, though, that I invited the two of you on to talk about, which is, of course, uh, Claim the Flame. So, And you mentioned like the other two. And I know we talked about the Grade 8 Challenge. I can't remember if we talked about the other one on the podcast. But since about the middle of the pandemic craziness, Scouts Canada has been publishing these periodic timed challenges that come with, you know, sort of a nice bundle of activities um and meeting prompts and ideas and learning opportunities too uh, for groups to pick up and run with and of course there's been badges and all of that stuff that go along with that and so the latest round is claim the flame the scout door winter games ah oh, dad humor and that nice is just ah oh, it's golden golden <laughs> um and so with the half hour roughly that we have uh, i just wanted to you know basically have you two come on and tell us about Claim the Flame, because I'm curious. I'm sure there's a few other groups that are curious. Uh, I know it starts January 31st, although there is already content related to it that's available online. 
but um, what's this one about? What's the aim? What's the goal? How does it play out? Well, the Scout Door Winter Games are going to be all about our winter outdoor adventure skills. So each week, the youth have the opportunity to choose their own adventure with a choice of two different uh, tracks that they can take. They can either week one, for example, that we're kind of we're, we're doing scouter sessions on on week one right now. And we're talking a little bit about what can the youth do outside? What kind of sports can they get up to? So our junior sections, you know, this week, week one story is, is all about learning maybe a new winter sport, a new way to 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 play a sport in the wintertime or play a summer sport in the winter. As mm-hmm. instead of playing an actual winter sport, how can we adapt a summer sport into a winter sport? And then one of the things that we've done with this challenge too is we've really noticed that our junior sections and our senior sections have the same things that they need to cover, of course, because we all need to learn the same things with our outdoor adventure skills. But the way that we approach that can be very different. So for example, in week one, our senior sections have a couple different options as well. They can also learn a new way to move around. So they can learn a new winter sport, whether that be, you know, snowshoeing or downhill skiing or snowboarding or or whatever sparks their interest. Or they could start off uh, starting building themselves some kind of a sled to compete in a mini uh, Klondike Derby. So there's a couple different options there. But the biggest point with the Claim to Flame is to really work on our outdoor adventure skills winter skills. Uh, We are finding that uh, overall uh, across the the board, we're not really doing exceptionally well with our winter outdoor adventure skills. Sometimes we find that's, you know, many different reasons for that. Some places don't even have what we would consider winter in some places, right? Definitely what you're seeing in Vancouver, for example, isn't exactly the same as what Mike was just talking about seeing down in Niagara Falls, right? So um, winter is different everywhere. So that's the greatest thing about this challenge is it allows you to adapt to where you are in Canada and how you winter in Canada. And maybe even learn some things about how other people winter in Canada and how it differs from what you do. And that probably sounds weird to some of our international listeners, the, the idea that there are parts of Canada that are not a frozen, snowy wasteland in the middle of December. Um, but it is true. There are parts of Canada that will literally shut down at the sight of a snowflake. Um, then <laughs> one of them. Uh, so, and that's cool. Like just the ability to adapt these uh, challenges to winter weather where you're at in the country is very important. I'm really excited for beach volleyball. My entire uh, front lawn, my, my, my front yard just looks like a Caribbean beach right now. It, I mean, aside for, you know, you can't really go barefoot. Mm. You going to be out there in swim trunks? Mm, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> not, not quite. It's supposed to be five degrees tomorrow. Oh, uh, and, well, then it, and, then it, and then it drops considerably the next day. So if there's a window to wear beach, front, uh, beach trunks and do uh, uh, beach volleyball on my snow covered lawn. Tomorrow would be it. But uh, after that, I think the, the pickings are slim. I was just thinking that the softball association here has already solved for the challenge of finding a white ball in a field of snow um, because most of the softballs for league play, at least for, you know, the younger ones are like this bright neon green. Um, so mm-hmm. they've already got that solved for. Absolutely. And that's, the, you know, those are some of the things that we give some tips and tricks on when we're doing our scouter sessions on things to think about like that. Like if you are going to play golf in the winter, how are you going to find that little white ball? You know, so. Uh, so on that, I mean, so obviously the winter skills covers more than just, you know, um, being active outdoors. It covers things like, you know, um, how to move around in the snow, like there's getting out the snowshoes or what have you for, um, those are some of the tick boxes on the winter skills checklist. 
um, building snow shelters, things like that. Um, are these reflected as well in Claim the Flame, or is it more like a focus on the actual like physical activity, recreation, sport side of it? Actually, no. We we have uh, really geared this challenge to make sure that at least the the stage one and stage two competencies can be completed. So if you have especially a beaver cub pack that uh, beaver colony cub pack that's not got that stage one very easy to complete it already have stage one very easy to bump it up to two same with competencies three and four like those stages are very easy to reach as well and we cover everything in there so it's not just how to move around it's what do you need to be safe while moving around uh what kind of uh things can you do while moving around not just you know can i walk on my snowshoes but can i build myself a shelter if i needed to can i cook myself some food if i needed to what are different ways for us to cook in the winter what different foods can we use that are different in the winter than they would be in the summer how do they benefit us what gear do we need to get around um what different gear is used for different things that we're doing so we cover the whole gamut um and it really allows us to look at, at all sorts of different different winter-based challenges, but not be specific to just say the sport side or the shelter building side, or not everybody can hike the mountains, right? I would love to, but I can't. There's none around me. You know, so we have to look at uh, <laughs> you know, I can make a mountain, but I, I'm not really sure it would not give the me the same. same result. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's lots of different different adventures that we're able to do um, based on our winter OAS skills. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I was just actually looking at like the, the competencies requirements and I can never trust if wiki.scout.ca is a hundred percent up to date, but yeah, like this covers. So the winter skills for those who aren't in scouts Canada's program cover a broad range of competencies. I know we've talked about the outdoor adventure skills and how they sort of, you know, they progress from section to section. You're in level one, level two, maybe in beavers, and then you can work on three, four and cubs and keep going up. Um, and these are very much checklist, unlike our personal achievement badges. So like Winter Skills Stage 1 has about 11 requirements. I've built something out of snow. I've prepared a good snack for a winter outing. I always carry a water bottle uh, when I'm going on a winter outing. And I can keep my water bottle from freezing. Um, I've participated in a winter sports day. There you go. Uh, I know how to dress when I go outside in winter. I know how to stay dry or change to dry clothes when I'm outside in winter. I know the buddy system, why we use it. I followed the instructions of scouters at outdoor events. I have hiked at least one kilometer in winter, and I know that I should not touch cold metal with bare skin, lips, or tongue. Uh, all important things, definitely. Definitely all important. Definitely all important. And all achievable while still having fun, right? Absolutely. That's the best part about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so the challenge begins on the 31st, and it goes for how long? It goes actually for the entire month of February, so four weeks. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I joke that, you know, winter ends in one of the M months here. So, <laughs> uh, but again, that's... Either Alberta. March or May. You don't yeah. know what. Mulai. 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 Usually the way it's gone for the last little while, except for last year, is, you know, March tends to be winterish. April is when it starts to warm up. May's looking promising, and then the May long weekend is like this last sucker punch of snow. But, yeah, you get uh, like fake, fake summer, right? You just, yeah, it it yeah. feels like it, and then no, you're not out of it yet. Yeah, but that didn't happen last no. year. May long was quite pleasant. So, uh, okay, so um, you know, you mentioned so, so, like, what has been published so far? Like, what are some of the resources that are available so far, and what's I guess still in the pipeline? 
um, because this episode is going to come out a little bit later this week. So whatever you can, <laughs> whatever you can tease, go right ahead. Well, right now, check out scouts.ca and the Claim the Fame uh, page uh, on scouts.ca. We have the, the Scouter's Guide is already available in English and in French. So it's available for anybody who wishes. And we encourage all Scouters to download the Scouter's Guide. Take a look at it. It has excellent resources in it. We'll talk about resources that are in it when we do our Scouter sessions. Uh, we've already completed some information sessions. So those are actually up on the uh, David Hustis Learning Center for all of our Scouts Canada members to go and check out, which gives a little bit more information on you know, what the challenge is, how to work with your youth, how to start planning. We really encourage the planning, of course, to start now uh, so that you're you're ready to go come the 31st of January. Right now, we're working on some scouter skills days, um, or the scouter skills uh, evening, sorry, as most of our sessions are in the evening. And we actually are, well, we're doing a lot. We're doing eight a week. We are doing six that are are, are geared towards our, our junior sections, the Beaver uh, Colony and the Cub Pack. And then we're doing two a week that are geared towards our troop and up sections. So all of uh, all of the sessions will be related to exactly what we're doing that week. We'll have some tips and tricks on, on how to do some planning, what to keep in mind. Um, do you have to go virtual? We understand. We've got some resources that you can use to make sure your, your virtual meeting will be just as excellent as your in-person meeting. So I know Mike is sharing some of the Scouters Guide right now, which is awesome. Um, but we, uh, we've been working on those sessions now. So some are, some are, there's a pre-recorded one already up on the David Hustis Learning Center for anybody who wants to take a look or sign up for one of those one of the sessions coming up. We have two more tomorrow. I'm going to talk in Eastern time because I get lost when I talk to start switching time zones. So I have to, Eastern time is my time zone. So when I talk about it, uh, our times tomorrow will be eight and 10 uh, Eastern time. Um, so what I wait, I'll do it. It's six and eight in Alberta. Oh, see, there you go. Minus yeah, two. I got it. Math is good. Math is good. Um, and then on <laughs> Thursday, we'll also be doing two sessions, one at nine and one at 11. And our one at 11 will be for uh, the, again, Eastern time our one at 11 will be for our our troop plus section so they're all listed on our national calendar and we will have sessions for every single week so as i said we're doing week one now even though we won't start with the youth on week one until that that first week of the challenge january 31st so cool. and like looking on the website i do see there's like a virtual planning template and there's sort of a generalized meeting planning template um, absolutely now, I know with uh, the Grade 8 Challenge, of course, we had all those less Stroud videos. Is there going to be that sort of like the multimedia content aspects to this as well? Oh, yeah. We got to have some fun with it, right? Mm -hmm. You got to make this fun. So really, to kick this off, there's a few things. We have got this weekend, and we may or may not have one of the people that helped plan this big opening ceremonies are happening this weekend mm -hmm. on the 22nd. So when I do know that Mike and his team have been really busy and active looking towards getting all of the videos that we've had submitted in. But it's going to be great. I can't wait to see it. So it'll be on the 22nd, correct, Mike, at 7 p.m. Eastern? You got it. Awesome. Awesome. So that's one way that we're going to kick it off. And then, yeah, every single Monday we will be releasing a video. The video will just talk about, you know, some of the special things happening that week. Kind of going to be, I think, a little bit along the lines of, you know, maybe we've got some commentators, some Olympic commentators are having a conversation. Let's think of that for our videos, right? Where we're not releasing what the event is because your youth should have had the opportunity to already choose their adventure that they wanted to do for that week. Um, but they're going to get, you know, some things to, to get them excited about it and get, get really get that energy level up about completing and claiming the flame in our Scout Door Winter Games. 
Yeah, yeah I think that was kind of one of the big um, the big takeaways from some of the other challenges, right? Where the the, the adventure was launched on on Monday, right? And everyone mm-hmm. was kind of scrambling on that Monday to figure out what the best kind of thing to do is, right? Um, which was fun. Don't get don't get me wrong. It was really fun to have that surprise, and then and then you know all together as a country and as youth from coast to coast, we were working together to 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 figure out and challenge ourselves. Uh, you know, every week week over week. Um, but with Claim the Flame, it's kind of completely different, right? I mean, there's no surprises here. Nothing's going to mm-hmm. happen in in February or, or January 31st onwards. That's going to be a surprise. Everything is literally walked out sometimes in, in you know, painstaking detail in, in the Scouter's Guide. Uh, and so, you know, the youth can really take it on, uh, whether that was pre-Christmas. Uh, it's still not too late, right? I mean, we still have uh, a couple, well, two weeks at least, or just under two weeks until the the, the Claim the Flame launches. So there's lots of time. Um, and I know, you know, various parts of the country right now are, are in different states of, you know, lockdown or restriction or whatnot. Um, but really planning your Claim the Flame adventure or, or your week one adventure uh, is something that would be perfect perfect in a zoom meeting um, because it is it is a little bit of talking it's a little bit of you know figuring some stuff out uh, and it works really really well to kind of pivot to virtual right now uh, you know with the hopes at least in Ontario uh, you know we're, we're we're certainly hoping here uh, locally that you know we don't have as many restrictions come the challenge day but I mean if we do well you know, we'll, we'll pivot we're resilient we can we can do that I don't even know what stage we're on right now but I mean I know we're meeting outdoors which may end up with tomorrow's skating being canceled because I think the uh, feels like temperature forecasted is minus 29. Ooh, ooh, that's cold. It's not as bad as it was like over Christmas when we were hitting the minus 42, but uh, I saw saw those temperatures. I was, I was shivering. I mean, mind you, I was on my, I was on my couch. I wasn't wearing socks. I had a coffee (laughs) beside me. I wasn't really shivering, but Facebook made me cringe a little. So no, that's good. I, I, and you're right. Like planning meetings, especially adapt well to the virtual format because it's mostly discussion anyways. And, you know, if people need to jot things down, that's fine. But yeah, uh, it's good that there will be the ability to. So will there be, um, I'm assuming then some way for groups to uh, upload their adventures to Scouts Canada? Absolutely. It'll be on that Claim the Flame page, uh, just like we've like done with previous challenge. There will be a leaderboard, of course, and I, of course. you're going to hear it. But, you know, we 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 know Battlefields is going to be up on the top of that leaderboard. Yeah. You know that, right? So uh, we, yeah, we'll have the leaderboard. We'll have the ability to submit um, right there on the on the page, just as, as we did for previous challenges. We're going to have the opportunity to, for people to take a look at what's been submitted by other groups and and place some votes on on which groups do they think had the most awesome challenge that week or or what the things that they got up to that were the best that, that everybody has a chance to vote on. So there'll also be a winner each week. Um, and you know, not everybody wants to share on social media, but we definitely do encourage it. So with, you know, proper media release permissions from, from parents and guardians, we encourage everybody to share on their social media, let other sections in your group, see what you're up to. And, and, you know, hashtag claim the flame or tag at scouts Canada. And we could possibly share that all that, those pictures that you're sharing out there on some of our social media posts as well. And, and on the various different uh, scouts Canada related information that we can share. out. Nice. I think the really 
the really cool thing in that as well is that submitting is super fun, right? Because you get to share all of your great adventures with, um, you know, other youth. Uh, uh, you know, and of course, when youth share adventures, their friends are also seeing that they're the cool stuff that they're doing in scouting mm-hmm. um, and parents and whatnot, right? So like, how organic is that, right? I mean, you're having fun in scouts, share, share the fun. Uh, and so, you know, the, the, a lot of that is going into our kind of member recruitment and our growth as an organization. Um, but it's also really fun to share because there's uh, actually two versions of the badge. Uh, and so we have the flame, uh, claim the flame badge. There's a, a red version of, of this badge and there's a, it, it's not a composite crest. Like we've kind of done with a couple of the others. We've got mm. kind of one, one badge. It's kind of a brilliant red badge. There's a couple different, you know, colors of the flame. Um, but, but there is a limited run of a reverse crest. So it's kind of like a ghost crest. Um, but I mean, it's not a white flame. It's a blue flame. Uh, and so there's there's 300 of these crests that we've produced, uh, and so sharing a lot of your content using you know the hashtags and 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 whatnot so that we can kind of track it. Um, we can also kind of take a look and see who's doing the best, and then you could win a blue reverse claim the flame badge, which would Whoa. be uh, uh, and like 300 across the country, right? So I mean it's very rare, uh, and so that's going to be kind of a, a good incentive to kind of you know. Put your stuff online and uh, and kind of share it around. And you know the 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 more creative you get with the challenges, and you know the more uh, kind of you rise to the occasion to some of these uh, some of these weeks. That it's going to be really uh, really cool, really cool to see. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, red and blue, good colors for fire. And even those the, the sections that maybe aren't able to share their pictures online, not everybody is is a social media sa- media savvy group, which is fine. Um, we will also be choosing each week one group that does not submit pictures that is is eligible. That'll be a random draw that'll be eligible to win win those crests as well. Because I mean, those crests are a really great memento. The biggest thing that we're focusing on this this adventure is to make sure that we are looking at our outdoor adventure skills and that those outdoor adventure skill badges are being awarded to our youth upon completion of this challenge. So to make sure that we've gone through and we're able to check off all of those boxes and our youth are able to do everything that we talked about in that competency level uh, and make sure that those stages are all done and they can get that badge too. So it's really important to keep that in mind. I love the crests. They're fun to go on the campfire blanket, but those OAS badges, those are really the things our youth are earning. uh, And those go on the uniform. Those go on the uniform. Those go on the uniform. Now, a couple of quick notes just to tag up on some of the previous content that the podcast here has put out. Uh, actually, one of the last episodes we did, I think two episodes ago, we did a whole thing about getting your group online. So mm-hmm. if you are looking for like some thoughts and tips and pointers on uh, if your group doesn't currently have any kind of online presence and you want to quickly build one so as to better take part in this challenge, um, rewind two episodes and you'll find some two numbered episodes. Skip the Scouting 5 stuff. Um <laughs> Just it's called Get Your Group Online. Look for that one. It's got a whole bunch of thoughts and tips on what you can do to build a quick online presence for your scout group. And on that note, um, you know, yeah, photo releases are a big challenge. Um, I think half my cubs don't have one, for example. So that makes doing group shots really, really challenging. But on the other hand, it also means that, you know, if you're doing shelter building, right, for example, you you got 50 centimeters of snow on your front yard. So you march all the kids outside and you build a massive Quincy or something like that. Um, you can still take a photo of the Quincy. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have any human beings in the shot. You can just show the results of whatever your, your scouts got up to and put that online. And then, you know, yeah, hashtag tag scouts Canada. 
and call it good. So you can get very creative with what mm-hmm. you do submit. This is just sort of a generalized encouragement to groups that may have that hesitancy. Just, you know, remember, you don't have to have the kids in the shot. You can just show us what they did. Um, Absolutely. We really want to see their accomplishments. So uh, although we know your youth are, are fantastic looking and we really do want to see them, it's their accomplishments we want to see more. So we want to hear about what they got up to and what they've done and how much fun they've had and what things went good, what things didn't go good. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of our review is to always look at the good and the bad, right? So what can we learn from what we've done? And yeah, we really want to see the accomplishments. Brilliant. Okay. Well, this is going to be a bit of an abbreviated episode. Uh, I do have to apologize. Mike, you look like you want to just jump in quick with some thought there. You're muted, buddy. Oh, as we're as we're talking about um, uh, you know the different submitting and, and youth submitting stuff on on social media, we've also had a, a pretty good campaign going to submit for the national torch relay. And so uh-huh. coming up on coming up on Saturday, we've got the opening ceremony uh, event. So it'll be live on YouTube. Uh, and Sandra mentioned before it's seven p.m. Eastern. Uh, so I mean, you know, depending east west uh, math appropriate. Um, but we're going to be in live. Newfoundland. There you go. There you go. Uh, we're going to be, yeah, so we're going live uh, on YouTube. There is a link. Uh, so if you go to the Scouts Canada YouTube page, you could find it if you're, if you're in a surfing browsing mood. Otherwise, uh, we've been pretty deliberate with Claim the Flame and kind of put everything on the homepage. Uh, so everything is on the scouts.ca Claim the Flame page, uh, whether that is the scouter's guide, whether that is the calendar to the info sessions, whether that's the submissions for the opening ceremonies. Um, uh, we've actually got a really cool thing. Uh, I don't know if uh, one of these days we should get to do uh, Scouter Dave Franklin uh, to come up on. Uh, Sandra's laughing because he's kind of a bit of a, a local hero uh, in kind of Southern Ontario. Uh, he's the council commissioner for Dry Shores. I, I love Dave. I absolutely love Dave. He's the uh, he's very easy to spot in a crowd because he rises literally about a foot above everybody else. And he's got this really deep, booming voice and a personality that is much bolder uh, than both his physical stature and, and you know, the, 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 the resonance of his voice. Um, just an absolute fantastic scouter. Uh, but when he's not scouting, which is rare, uh, he's also a uh, chef with Cisco Systems or oh. Cisco Systems. Different, the, different the other Cisco. Cisco. The other the Cisco. Other Cisco. <laughs> the food Cisco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, kind of he he does it, I, his job is just to make food awesome and share awesomeness with as many people as he possibly can. Uh, and so he's a fantastic, fantastic chef. And uh, he, he we were able to snag a, a few minutes of his time to make uh, hot cocoa from scratch in his backyard over the campfire. Uh, and he provided us with the recipe. And so we've, uh, we have it up. Uh, I just got it today in my inbox. Uh, and so it's going up on the claim the flame site as well. So you can download it ahead of time and make hot chocolate or hot, sorry, hot, not hot chocolate. Dave would have my, Dave would have my head, hot cocoa, hot cocoa, hot cocoa from scratch, uh, uh, you know, with the, with the recipe. So we've been trying very deliberately that, that web, page or that landing page kind of has everything that you could possibly want or need to to kind of you know go to the the claim the flame challenge so um really 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 great place to go for things and then the opening ceremony on on saturday we've got you know we've had youth uh, unfortunately uh, uh we've got uh, uh two days to put the whole thing together now uh, <laughs> that everyone's submitted all their stuff so please if you're listening to the scouting stuff you should know podcast and you really want to do a torch relay i'm sorry please don't give it to me now um, mm. I've already pulled my hair out a few times uh, uh, over, so I, I, I can't accept it anymore. Uh, but we got about 100 submissions across the country uh, to, to kind of slot together. So we're going to try and go maybe east to west uh, uh, with, 
some time variables, uh, but we're going to try to pass a flame from the east coast of Canada all the way to the west coast of Canada and kind awesome. of hit as many scout groups as possible along the way. Uh, and, you know, there might be a few special guests that we throw in, and it's always a good show when uh, when we go live on YouTube. And even if you're not in the official Torch Relay, you can still like throw up some fire pictures with your group on social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I, my scout, my daughter's scout group, and I'm invited to this too, is actually meeting with a troop of California scouts virtually this evening. So I have to... Cowabunga, uh, dude. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to leave soon and go to that. But um, it is tradition on the podcast. If there are any shout outs and, you know, I'll ask you both to echo these to me via Facebook Messenger um, so that I have names and roles straight. But if there's uh, anybody you want to like shout out, um, now is the time. Go. <laughs> well, let Sandra go first if she's got anybody who she wants to like credit, thank. I would know, gone above and beyond for. Yeah, Sandra, go for it. Go for it. You know, I am so lucky that I get to work with a really great national team. Program support team is a national team. So the team that I'm working with right now is across Canada, which is great. And it includes our program support managers as well as other volunteers. And I have a couple of volunteers that are working their bums off for me. Right. And we have uh, Ginger and and Ginger is in Alberta. She is uh, she is a, a scouter in, in Calgary. Um, and then I've also got. Yeah. Yeah. Ginger Ginger's doing awesome. She has done a lot of the design, does most of the design for our awesome presentations that we do for our scouter skills sessions. And then I've got Carrie, who is a fantastic presenter. And she's up in in uh, northern Ontario and her safety talks are fantastic, really make safety interesting and important to you. Because as we know, safety is important for us. And we've got Laura. This is her first time doing any of our claim the or any of our scouter skills sessions. So she's having a great time too, really getting her feet wet and learning what it is about scouter development side of things too. Awesome. And I think I'll I'll go very quick for my shout outs because uh, I think I've I've done a shout out for the virtual campfire as we as that team kind of did it. Uh, Tim Fountain, phenomenal guy, you know, West Coast strong. Uh, or not really a coast because he's you know you guys are far away from a coast but tim fountain is just phenomenal and pivotal to to all the times we go live uh ruben d'souza in toronto uh that's a amazing graphic designer artist that uh does some awesome stuff for us uh and joe vautour uh as well on our social media side but i'm going to do something a little bit different because there are some names that i don't we don't really say very often and i think it's really important in in this context because the claim the flame especially on our on our opening ceremonies um there's been some staff members uh, at Frisco's canada that is some phenomenal phenomenal stuff um not just the program support managers which i'm sure you know everybody knows program support managers because uh, uh they you know work with us and you know we see them online but on the creative and communication side uh we've got Anne, anita anissa and Svetlana, who has been doing uh, some phenomenal stuff with Claim the Flame uh, and working you know, tirelessly to bring kind of the program to the graphics, the art to the program and kind of match and marry everything. And, and you know, uh, none of this stuff would be available if, if it wasn't for that and those amazing people. And they've just, you know, time in, time out. Uh, we've thrown a few curveballs uh, uh, at extremely last minute and, and they don't even blink. They just they just eloquently do their thing. Uh, and it's like, you know, like a duck, right? Paddling like crazy underwater, but just 
perfectly like professional on the and smooth. Yeah, so like huge, huge shout out to the to the CFT and to the to the professional staff that are kind of on the back end of things that we don't hear their names very often, but they're they're absolute rock stars in 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 this. Brilliant. Okay. Well, um, thank you both so much for coming on. Sorry, this was a bit of a shorter one, but uh, I am looking forward to following along with what claim the flame does for us uh awesome especially to put some emphasis on the outdoor adventure skills side of it um good to you know try and kindle some interest in you know getting the scouts the badges on the arms and uh, kindle some interest look at you with your puns (laughs) (laughs) and uh all right and thank you everyone out there for listening and until next time be prepared (laughs) 